Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. Today, I want to talk to you about noticing your anxiety recovery. Often we talk about many things that are going wrong that we need to be working on, that we need to change, new habits that we need to build, and we don't often spend much time noticing all of the wonderful changes that have happened. So today I want to focus on that. I want to focus on your anxiety recovery and where you might be with that and to be sure to bring that up with yourself often. Having spent so much time and attention on anxiety, we may not have even noticed how much recovery or clearing process that may have happened And it may be right here in front of us, but we aren't even seeing it. We aren't noticing it. This can happen because we may confuse the experience of anxiety with not making progress. And by that, I mean, we confuse the physical experience of having stress or anxiety with not making progress. We may feel that, well, I'm anxious or I felt stress. I was in a heightened sense of anxiety three days ago. I must have just thrown everything out. They throw the baby out with the bathwater. Nothing has changed. Poor me. This is not true. Don't confuse the experience of anxiety, the feeling of stress, even if it's high, with not making any progress. Remember, it's our overzealousness, our incredible desire to have no anxiety that keeps the anxious fires burning. It's best to allow anxiety to be when it's there. Let it be there. Don't have it be a problem. I want you to be able to see it as just being there. That alone is a huge step forward. And that is progress. That is noticing your recovery by being able to say, I have some anxiety. I'm letting it be here with me. I don't need to chase it away. You know, I need to say this over and over again because it's a huge issue that keeps anxiety going is our overzealous desire to have it be gone. Now, nobody wants to enjoy those feelings. Nobody wants to have anxiety or have days or 
months or years of it as a regular part of your life, but it is only in our acceptance of it and our ability to be able to say, even though I am feeling anxious, even though I have had anxiety and I am having anxiety now, even though I had a panic attack, it doesn't mean that I'm not recovering. It doesn't mean that I'm not making progress. I want you to be able to sit with these feelings and let them be there. This is when it finally fades away. But we can't have any fading away if we aren't willing to sit with it, to carry it throughout our whole day. It's okay that it's there. Again, it may be uncomfortable. You're, are, I know you don't like it. Nobody does. But that doesn't mean that you can't accept it. Many things in life we have learned that we have to accept even though we may not like them. You know the old saying, what we resist persists, and it is very accurate here with anxiety. Resistance is a signal that there is danger and that we are in the cycle once again. We are adding fuel to the fire when we are in a taking a resistant stance. We can let it B. This is coming back to the present moment again. What is here is real and it's okay because it's here. When we resist it is when we are sending danger signals and fighting signals so that our fight or flight flies in there and it just lets all those hormones out and we are off to the races with our pounding heart, our sweating palms, our racing thoughts, whatever your recipe of symptoms is. And it is because we are in a stance of resistance. When we are hard and inflexible is when we break. We need to learn to be more flexible and being able to say, okay, this is here right now. It must be okay. I'm okay. And this is here. I'm going to let it be. This, believe it or not, I know it seems so counterintuitive to think that we are going to hold hands with this anxiety and let it be there with us. And in that way, we are giving it permission to leave. It seems counterintuitive, but this is how it works. Experiencing stress and anxious times is part not only of the clearing process and recovery, but of life in general, right? Stress happens and our fight or flight wing of the nervous system goes into action and it's there to help to keep us alive. It's working for us, not against us. It is not a sign that we are wrong or broken and need to fix things. It is part of our way of being safe, of being alive, of being able to be the survivors that continue to evolve. We want to look at it and remember that our fight or flight wing of the nervous system is not there to hurt us. These symptoms and sensations that come up may be there because we have been stuck in this for a long time, 
and they have become overwhelming and uncomfortable, but originally they are there to work for us. And again, so it's less of a reason for us to need to push it away or be afraid of it or try to eliminate it from our lives for good. We don't need to do that. What you'll begin to notice is that when the anxious moments and feelings do come over time, they are, they will not trigger a trip down the wormhole. As you begin to be able to notice your recovery and notice that you don't need to push anxiety away and be strenuous about it, you'll begin to notice that over time, when anxiety is there, when high stress is there, it doesn't trigger a trip down the wormhole. It's just an anxious moment. It's just a stressful time. You will be meeting these feelings and sensations with a new and different understanding, one that is not attaching danger to the feelings and sensations. This is part of the healing of your mind and body and being able to have stress and even anxiety in your life, but also the amygdala learning to step down again once you realize you are safe. You are retraining your amygdala to step in when it needs to, let those hormones flow, send the signals to the body, there's danger, get out of the way, but then Also, the amygdala learning again that once you are safe, it can step down. What has happened when we have an overstimulated or oversensitized amygdala, it is always on. And that is why we feel so lousy. We need to retrain it that we are safe. It can step down. And then it can get back into the normal flow of clicking on when we need it, and turning off and stepping down when we are safe once again. And one place that we can get tripped up on this is attaching to the good feelings or the good days or happiness in general. Attachment in and of itself is a clue that something is necessary for your safety and must be clung to. And so your mind is going to go and attach to that. It's going to say, I need this happiness. I need these good feelings. I need these good days. And that is sending a signal that eventually leads to more fear and perceived danger, which sends us back into the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle once again. I know that you guys can begin to see this. It's very clear how it just goes round and round. But the beauty of being able to see it is that you begin to see the places that you can interrupt it. Where can you put a little wedge? Where can you get your breath and make a conscious decision versus being in a habitual knee-jerk reaction to every fearful thought that goes through your head? Before we go over the tips for you to try so that you can notice your anxiety recovery versus continue the fear of the fear, I want to acknowledge today's sponsor, Thrive Market. I have to tell you, I received a beautiful box of goodies and food and amazing products that I was able to order so easily on their website for my own special needs. I have to tell you, it was a great delight to have that box come so well packed and right to my doorstep. I didn't have to go hunting around for these things. I could get it all on their website. You know, Thrive Market's mission is to make healthy living easy and affordable 
affordable. They're doing this again by always having their prices 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. And they have everything you need, non-GMO, natural products, all your special needs like gluten-free, vegan, keto, paleo, whatever you're doing, you can search in their catalog on their website, your special need and only see the products that are right for you. It's like uh, having me go around the store with you and telling you, no, not this, get this. It is amazing. And I really want you to check it out. You know, 70% of Thrive Market's catalog cannot be found on Amazon. And Thrive Market is the largest retailer that sells exclusively non-GMO groceries. They offer you easy access to these wholesome grocery alternatives at the same price or lower than conventional products. So I want you to go and spend some time on their website. One of their customers said, when you shop your values and you support companies that are trying to change the world, you really will make a change. Go to thrivemarket.com slash anxiety coaches to get an additional 25% off their already 25 to 50% discounted prices on your first order. That's thrivemarket.com slash anxiety coaches. No code is needed at checkout, but you need to use our link to get the extra 25% discount. I've got some tips for you to try here. First off, I'd like you to try awareness. Awareness of the real danger versus the mind's perceived danger. Get comfortable with seeing anxiety as an old habit and question its validity. This is important and you need to do this with your conscious awareness. See the anxiety as an old habit when it comes up. Really be aware and question it. Question how valid it is. Like when people have intrusive thoughts, one of the quickest ways they get out of that is by asking the thought, are you valid? Is this real? And having your wise mind answer that. This is a way to just drop it. When you realize it's not valid and it has nothing in it for you, you can drop it like a hot rock. Have awareness and you'll be able to see the real danger versus your mind's perceived danger, which puts you back in that fear, adrenaline, fear loop again. The next thing that I want you to do is to use the pause. So we were going to use our awareness, and now we're going to use our pause. And what we're going to do in the pause, this is a great way to interrupt the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle is by pausing. And we can do this, but we need to do it consciously. And in that pause, you're going to take three Buddha belly breaths. This is using... The awareness we used our mind and in our pause, we're going to use our physical body. We're going to use the body to take three Buddha belly breaths. This gives you the space and the time to respond versus reacting out of habit, fearful habit. And it also uses the body to just relax because those Buddha belly breaths Let the diaphragm flatten out and let the pressure from that diaphragm flattening out, it it stimulates the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is sending messages 
to the parasympathetic nervous system to come on. And that is our peace and calm wing of our nervous system. And we can't have both going at the same time. So using these Buddha belly breaths to calm ourselves down, we're going to be able to notice where we are really at, not where a stressful moment has us, not where an anxious day has us, but where are we at in the larger scheme of things? And we can notice where our anxiety recovery is. We are fine. We are taking steps forward and we are doing it one day at a time, one moment at a time. Sometimes it's one little thought at a time, one breath at a time, wherever you are at, Let it be that this is where you're at and you are recovering. You are clearing your anxiety here by just knowing that you can do these things, taking that pause to notice. The third thing that I want you to do for your noticing of your anxiety recovery is to have acceptance. Bring yourself into the present moment and accept what you are actually feeling. Knowing that anxiety is not dangerous in itself and allow it to be there if it is there. This is a huge step in your recovery. And if you can do this, I want you to notice that you can do it and say, this, I'm recovering. I am clearing my anxiety and I am noticing it by being here and accepting what is right in this moment. Because we know that each moment things change. Things change more than you even know because we're not fully aware of what things are changing. We're very busy with other things. But bring yourself into the present moment here and there and accept what you are feeling, whether it's a thought, an emotion, a bodily feeling, if it is pain Whatever it is, remember that the anxious feelings and the stress are not dangerous in and of themselves and just allow them to be there. Whatever is there, if peace is there, accept that. If calmness is there, accept that and notice it. But, but noticing that we can do these things is noticing where we're at with our anxiety recovery. Remembering also that anxiety is a part of a very normal range of emotions, human emotions. We don't need to cut it out. We don't need to have it be gone forever. It is not banned from the normal range of human emotions. No, it is a part of it. And being able to accept that is a very big part and a very good time when you can accept that to notice that you are recovering and your anxiety recovery is going along just fine. You are clearing this and that you are going to be able to live with the full range of human emotions without going down the wormhole. I hope that this show has been helpful for you. I want to spend a little more time in the future in our noticing where we're at because it is wonderful to be able to smile at ourselves for where we are at in this very moment. Even if you have only taken one little baby step forward, maybe if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast and you are noticing that you 
can actually do some of the things we talked about, please be aware that this is you moving forward in your anxiety recovery. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on Coaching One-on-One. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and go to the one-on-one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, with coaching in the subject, and I'll be sure to get back with you, and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. No matter how dark the night may get, your light will never burn out. And that's from Jeanette LeBlanc. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.